Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Rhonda Britton, a repeat guest on Oprah, Huffington Post contributor, and master coach who has changed lives through over 600 episodes of reality television, shared a story of a time when she did not follow her yes and ended up having her business go into an unwanted direction. Well, Rhonda, again, thank you so much for the interview. It was absolutely, absolutely breathtaking. You had so much great information there. And I, I want to ask you a big favor. W- would you help us to illustrate the importance of following our yes, our internal guidance in partnership. And and where I'd like to start is if you would share a story of a time in your life when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, you didn't really realize you had one, but then you look back and you're like, okay, that was really clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Yeah, wow, I've had many of those. And one of the big ones for me was when I was in partnership with my first quote-unquote partner in fearless living. Um, they were professional trainers. That's what they did. They trained in companies. They went in and did corporate training. So they d- designed them, developed them, did everything. And so here I was. I taught workshops in my home and, you know, churches and, you know, chamber of commerce and things of that sort. 
And so when I knew that I wanted to scale my workshops and my book was coming out, the book was coming out, I knew that I needed somebody to help me create that workshop. And because, again, I gave my power away and said they know better than me, I let them basically design my workshop. They had seen me do it live once. Uh, and then I was like, oh, yeah, do it your way. Well, now, a few months later, I'm coming to watch them train my workshop. And not only did the order not work, not only did the language not work, it was clear to me that they were taking my work and stuffing it into what they already knew. And um, so that was one of the times I didn't listen to my intuition because, again, I gave my power away thinking they know better than me. I don't know enough. I'm just a silly woman who's trained at their house. She said, I don't go into big companies. I don't know what I'm doing. And all of that minimizing, putting myself down. And in fact, what ended up happening is um, after I saw them do the workshop and my, you know, my intuition was like, what? That is not the way to do it. Um, I basically, uh, all the things that they had created, everything that they had done, I um, ended up basically throwing them in the garbage per se and recreating it in the way that really worked for me. And that was a huge moment of one that I didn't follow my intuition in the beginning, but my intuition was like, no, we shouldn't do this. But I was like, no, they know more than me. So I used logic to override my intuition. Mm-hmm. And every time I use my logic to override my intuition, it never comes out well. It always ends up being difficult at best. That was very well said. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that story. And, you know, so much of what we were talking about in the interview, right, because your work is fearless living, is oftentimes what we call logic is really our fears. That's right. That's right. And our feelings, too. Yeah. Our feelings are many times our fears. Yeah. Yeah. So let's flip this around. Like, take us to a time in your life when... Not only did you have that clear yes, but this time you followed it. What happened then? So I'm in London, uh, the book signing. So I, when I sold Fearless Living, I not only went on a book tour around the Amer- Amer- United States, but I was also sent on a book tour in the United Kingdom as well as Australia. And uh, I'm, so I'm in the United Kingdom and in London, and my publicist is like, Ron Dahl. You know, they're trying to create this reality show for life coaches, and uh, you're in town, would you like to audition? You know, and they'd been looking for a life coach or a therapist to do this very first, it was the very, very first, and it's still the very first life coaching show where a life coach changes lives right Mm -hmm. on TV. Mm -hmm. It started life coaching reality shows. And um, I was very clear, I was a yes, like, I didn't know what that would mean, I don't know, but I'm going to go. And so I go to the audition. Three weeks later, I'm living in London. And I become the first life coach on television in the world. And then I do. I live in London off and on for two years doing that seat, doing Help Me Rhonda. And then when America, when the United States, uh, decided to do their own reality show for the first time with life coaches, um, you know, I was chosen for that as well. And this is what really worked for me, how I used my intuition at the same time as well is I went to the callbacks for starting over and there was maybe six, five or six coaches that were auditioning at the end. And I knew that, I knew that nobody else had done it in the world because I'd been the only person to do it. And so when I was in the meeting with the producers and they said, 
text to me, oh, this is how we want the show to be, blank, blank, blank. And I was like, that's not how it's going down. <laughs> I've been doing this for two years already. I've done all these episodes. I've been working with people on TV, blah, blah, blah. And this is what's going to happen, FYI. And for me to speak up like that was bold and brave and me completely following my intuition. And I said to myself, if I can't be on starting over fully as myself and bring everything, then I'd rather not be on it at all. So I completely showed up for starting over and shared and didn't hold back and listened to my nudges. And, um, and that's what I do for coaching. My coaching, the reason I'm good as a coach, the reason I'm masterful as a coach is I completely 100% listen to my intuition in every single session I have, period, end of story. Um, so everything that my clients receive, sometimes I'm saying something that literally I'm like, I, in my mind, I'm going, I have no idea what I'm saying. That There's nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I follow my intuition because I know my intuition is, uh, I, I call it like their soul talking to my soul. And, um, you know, may, they may not be able to have the words or the courage to say it, but my soul, their soul talking to my soul. And so my soul comes through as intuition. And I say whatever comes through me because I know it's what needs to be said. So that has created a level of trust in myself and my ability because every every time I do it, and for years now, I've been a coach for 20 years, my clients are always like, what the heck? How did you know that? That's exactly, you know, so <laughs> I have had so many amazing results that I absolutely 100% know my intuition is speaking to me in, in, as I coach. And and it's given me my books, and it's given, I mean, my intuition writes my books. I don't. Um, it does my TV shows. It does my, I mean, it, it's everything. Yeah, that's uh, such a great, great example. And I, I love what you were saying about, you know, some reason their soul's talking to you saying, please ask me this, please ask me this. And and you just follow it, even though you don't have any idea. I heard it once said, they said the best questions are the ones you don't plan. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, right? It's like, I don't know why, but I'm going to ask them, why did you wear those socks? And they're like, what? what? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, these mean this. And the whole world opens up. So mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely great example. Thank you so much for sharing that, Rhonda. You're welcome. Christine Carlson, a New York Times bestselling author, speaker, and leader in the field of transformation, shared a story of a time when she did follow her yes, and it led her to being in a wonderful business partnership. Well, Christine, thank you again for the incredible information you shared with us on your interview. And I'd like to ask you a huge favor. If, if you would help us illustrate the importance of following your yes, that, that internal guidance that we all have. And, and where I'd actually like to start is an example of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, you didn't really realize you had one, but you look back and you're like, okay, that was incredibly clear and I didn't pay any attention to it. Tell us what happened. So um, recently I started working on a project with a partner and um, it's a partner I was actually dating at the time. So there was a couple things that were really red flags for me. I thought, I don't think that's a really good idea to be dating somebody that I enter into a business arrangement with. Um, and I, I had that feeling. And also the timing was really off for me. I just knew it wasn't the right time. Um, it was the right time for him, but not the right time for me. And... Um, and so I, I knew that these things, I had these very strong feelings that both of these things existed. And yet I wanted to do the right thing for him. I wanted to, um, 
you know, he, it was something that he needed. And, you know, so I went ahead and I entered into that, um, you know, business arrangement, ended up paying him quite a consulting fee and it, it really hasn't worked out too well. I mean, not because we're not dating anymore. I really stopped dating him because I just really didn't feel that I could make, um, sound business decisions while dating him. Um, but it was just that, you know, for me, the timing was off and, and I, I shouldn't have done it when I, when I did it, it just, it just wasn't the right time. Yeah. What a, what a great example. You know, we've all done it on different areas of our lives where we're like, we knew better and we still did it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let's turn this around. What's a time in your life where not only did you have that clear yes, but this time you did follow it. Tell us where that took you. Well, um, recently I've launched a program called Birthing Your Book um, with my content development editor for my latest book, From Heartbreak to Wholeness, The Hero's Journey to Joy, with Deborah Evans. And it was funny because I really wanted to do this program, but I didn't feel that it was something I wanted to do on my own. And then when we um, started working on this book together, it was such a joyful experience that um, Deborah mentioned to me that she had also had the desire to do something, helping other people, um, for their books. And so I was like, oh my God, we have to do this together, you know? And, and it was just a big yes for both of us. And it's worked out beautifully. I mean, it's just been an incredible partnership, an incredible program. Um, we're helping 10 women produce, um, a fully edited manuscript and book proposal in six months. So, Super excited about it. That's that's something where the timing was right. It was a big yes on both our parts. There was nothing in my my brain, my body, my feelings that said no on that. So <laughs> it's worked out really well. <laughs> yeah, amazing, right? <laughs> yeah. No, those are great examples. Thank you for sharing those. You're welcome. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, 
So make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.